7.8 out of 10 not enough giant robots uh yes in this game absolutely oh my <laughs> god are you kidding it would have been so much better Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm Jason. And this time we played Ravenbound. Bound to the Raven. I almost said suffered through. Released March 2023. God. It's, yeah. No, I, like, I knew it was new, but like, it's still, it's still. Hot off the press. Feels weird. Uh, developed by, uh, developed and published by Systemic Reaction and Fatalist Entertainment AB. Released on Windows. Our second systemic whatever game. Systemic reaction, yeah. Yeah. We're really um, really hitting up some uh, games uh, developers that we've already hit before recently. Well, yeah, okay, but like we didn't make them make bad games. They fell into our lap. What can we do? <laughs> they just keep doing it. They just keep doing it. Where are they based out of? Are they Paris? Oh, no, Stockholm. I knew that. I don't know why I looked it up. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because of Generation Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, story, yeah. Yeah. Hey, there is a story this time. Kinda. There's a brief story snippet up front, and then it doesn't matter. There is less story in this than there was in Generation Zero. Ooh. Hey, that had uh, a ghost in the machine. Yeah. This has the six sages of Bitch Mountain. So, long ago, there were gods, and they were kind and beautiful. And then one of the gods was like, were they? fuck the other gods. One of them was a deer person. It's <laughs> fucking weird. I'm gonna take over the world. <laughs> And so they did. And the other gods were like, shucks, that's a, that's a bad time. <laughs> they did not try to stop them until they had already taken over the world. And then they were like, I guess we should stop them. So they channeled all of their power into a bird. And then when they did that, they didn't have any powers. So the uh, one big bad evil god was like, I'm gonna just kill them. And they did. <laughs> Mid-ritual. <laughs> now the gods are dead. Uh, the world has fallen to hatred. And uh, the bird is weak and needs vessels to perform its mission. That's you. So, okay. Um, is the bird just waiting around for like warriors to come by that they can uh, possess or are a warrior born with the bird in their heart? The bird lives in a magic uh, like keep and it waits for people to attempt the trials of the bird. And if you succeed the trials, it inhabits your heart oh, okay so that's a really poor way of choosing what powers you ask well, i don't know you can turn into a bird <laughs> about the power of flight and that's it yeah um <laughs> realistically though it is one of those things where like it's a really shitty way of trying to continue to be you know your destiny because like if people just forget about the bird tower or like it ever gets destroyed like what the fuck's the bird's plan then i hope to finish the mission before that happens right like <laughs> boy howdy i hope some warriors come and attempt the trial of the bird Dude, it's an actual bird Bird. The bird didn't have a plan, right? Yeah. It's literally winging it. <laughs> yeah, so this is... Uh, oh, I guess the rest of the story. You go and you fight the uh, hatred. You fight some mini-bosses, and then you fight the betrayer, who's the bad god. Yep. That's it. And then you beat the betrayer, and then the dialogue says that hatred will always live in people's hearts, and the battle is never truly over. Do it again! Yeah, so that they can keep you playing, because it's a roguelike, so, like, you know, you live, die, repeat. What's the other name of that movie? Um, shit. Something. Fucking, what is the, the worst name for that 
movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Keep going. I'll look it up. Uh, so that's the whole story. It's... Right, there wasn't a lot to keep going there for. (laughs) No, but really, it does the thing where, like, a lot of roguelikes... Edge of Tomorrow were stupid. That's it. It's right there. I knew Tomorrow. ...are pretty light on story, right? And that's a common thing because you're setting up a world where your character has to be expendable. Because the whole point is, like, you die and then keep retrying. Well, especially for, like, this one where there's permadeath. You don't play the same character run to run. Right. Uh, So you need a... It's more setup and conclusion rather than story sure because everything that happens in the middle they can't account for how many runs you have how many people you've burned through so you have your setup there were gods the betrayer blah 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 and your payoff keep playing I feel like they can account for that, as uh, there have been games that have proved that you can do that. Oh, but... no, that's the thing. They're like, <laughs> if you're good at video games, like, there's ways you can do a lot more stuff. Uh, like this, that's not fair to this game. We can't compare all roguelikes to Hades. Correct. <laughs> but that's the thing, is Hades, you're playing the same character. True, true. Even, you know, Dead Cells, you're playing the same character. Yeah. So it's more like Rogue Legacy, where you die and then your heir, quote yeah, unquote, yeah. is the next person. So it's a different character every time, which makes it a lot harder to to add make a like through story sure not impossible but no no uh yeah we, we don't i mean you do still have the same uh bird avatar taking over these vessels so mm-hmm. like there's your character that can interact with other things to progress the story from run to run but we don't have to do that that's fine that really isn't what we're here for what are we here for okay so if we're not here for story which is fine we play plenty of games in fact a lot of roguelikes again you're not really here for the story no I... no, no no storylight's not a problem at all if you've got uh, gameplay to uh, back that up right so that's what you're here for then is the gameplay i have bad news <laughs> the gameplay is bad uh so it is a action-based combat system right uh you fight enemies they usually come in small groups and by usually i mean always hey no not always it depends on the enemy type kind of yeah well there's the what the human camps that have a bunch the like bandit camps i think and yeah. then the goblin camps which is a bunch of goblins too otherwise it's three enemies at a time or less or less yeah if you fight a troll in the first zone it's just one troll oh is it yeah oh because the farther the more bosses you clear the later zones have more enemies in them oh sure since you'd know that i guess <laughs> game doesn't explain most things they're trying i don't know we'll get to that they released a patch as we were playing this basically mm-hmm. and uh it uh, does not save the game. It does address a few issues, but it does not save the game. I would not say they're addressing the issues I had fixed the issues I had. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, but yeah, no, we'll get to that later. Yeah, so what are we on? So the combat is you're fighting these dudes. You have a dodge. You have a shield. <laughs> a totally unique and new and innovative shield system. Yeah, uh, where you hit the shield button and you have a big bubble, a big blue bubble that appears around you and i feel like i've seen that somewhere but gosh i just can't place it could be anywhere and uh (laughs) when they hit the bubble the bubble takes damage and then if they hit enough of it it shatters and you get staggered or if you time it correctly right as an impact is coming in you get uh invulnerability for two seconds two two and a half three somewhere in that range yeah yeah 
Uh, and if you dodge right when they're about to hit you, you get a perfect dodge, which gives you frenzy, which makes you do more damage. Oh, is that what frenzy does? Yes. Oh, because that was never explained. It's just frenzy. Mm-hmm. But what? Okay. Um, there are <laughs> there are elite enemies, which. I say there are elite enemies. There are always two elite enemies. But as stated, most camps are between like one and three enemies. Mm -hmm. So almost every single enemy in the game is elite. Yep. Which really makes it not... uh... You mean when everyone's elite, no one's elite? Yeah. Okay. And they have different descriptions. There's Juggernaut, Crusher, Bloodbringer, Slayer, something else. I couldn't say. Yeah, they all do slightly different things. Uh, they have different weapons, right? Uh, not necessarily. Oh, sure. Um, so ju- anyone can be, you know, a Juggernaut. Juggernaut just gives them more health. Oh, okay. Uh, Bloodbringer means their attacks deal bleed damage. Sure, sure. I think Slayers just deal more damage. Uh, Crusher has a knockdown with their attack. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you ever run into a camp with two elite uh, Crushers, you can just get um, literally stunlocked into the dirt. Mm, mm, Don't get okay. hit. You might just never get up. I have had that happen. Yep. <clears throat> I wondered why. It's uh, real cool and fun. <laughs> yeah. Because you're just on the ground. It's just like, you're dead. Oh, there goes my whole run. Yeah. So when you kill the elites, you get, uh, they drop runes that you can pick up. Yep. And if you get three runes, you can combine them and then you get cards. You empower your runes to get cards. And this is basically what I'm from here on out going to call the level up system. Sure. Because this is how you get more powerful. You get three runes from killing things, you reforge them, and you get, you pull three random cards from your deck quote unquote yeah you do not get to build this deck no it theoretically consists of all the cards you have unlocked theoretically theoretically yeah uh, they did say in their latest patch that they fixed an issue where the game was only reusing the same cards over and over. Yes. Because it was. Uh, you would literally start a run and after you'd like reforged twice, you've basically seen all the cards you were ever going to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said they fixed that, but I can't verify because I only played like two runs post-patch. Uh, yeah, I did like one, so I didn't test it. Yeah. And I did test it before. Boy, did I test it thoroughly. Yeah, so it, the game used to have a problem where like you'd have this whole deck of cards theoretically and you just wouldn't see most of them yes and by whole deck you had access to eight and it could be eight bad cards it could be eight good cards there's no way to know um there the rest of the systems are when you there's mana so to play any of the cards you need mana they all have a mana cost mm-hmm. some of the mana costs are zero technically yeah so like the cards you get to get more mana don't yeah. cost you mana so to play cards requires mana. Um, when you uh, clear an encampment, there's a chest, which may or may not have hatred. We'll get into that in a moment. Uh, the chest gives you an item. Item cards are slightly different. They're a separate deck of cards. Yeah, based on the traits you may or may not have and what... No, that's really it. Based on the traits you may or may not have. Yeah, the, so they'll have things like mana, gold, um, ones that sharpen your weapon or increase your armor that you're currently wearing. Yeah, and by sharpen your weapon, it gives you a 10% base damage buff to your currently equipped weapon. That doesn't carry over. And there's actually higher tiers of those. Yeah. There's 10, 20, and 40, I think. Hmm. The 41 costs four mana, so like, eh. <laughs> depends if you're mana rich and if you ever see it. Yeah, right. Because it's gold and rare, I guess. I had one run where I had a few golden cards. Mm-hmm. One run where I had a few golden cards. 
cards. Yeah. So um, your whole goal is to there's you start out and it's all kind of like look at all these encampments and enemies you can fight and you're trying to figure out what you're doing and like the game does a slightly better job of pointing you in the quote unquote right direction. So in that it gives you two quest markers. Yeah. Yeah. You fly out. And there's a mini boss inside a ravine. You kill the mini boss and there's a pillar that you touch to cleanse the area of hatred, quote unquote. When you touch the pillar, you gain mana. Uh, it's like five, seven, nine. It, I think it goes up by two every time. Uh, uh, five and seven, certainly. I don't think I ever paid any attention after that. Yeah. So that uh, is how you gain your initial like starting mana. Yeah. Uh, and then it clears like four of the nearest camps of their hatred from their chests. So as I was saying, when you open a chest, uh, initially, this is the hard part. Because like, again, a patch came out that changed how this works. Initially, it would just give you hatred, mm -hmm. which would take one of your rune slots, and then you would open it up and get your items. Okay, so uh, you have three rune slots. When there's a uh, hatred in there, when you go to combine the runes, you automatically get a nerf card. And the cards were always enemy bosses get 5% extra health. And damage. And damage. So every time you got that, it made the enemy bosses stronger. Bosses and elites. Bosses and elites, which as stated before is most of the enemies right so if you ever opened a hatred chest it just made the game harder for you tangibly by basically five percent mm -hmm. so if the item didn't increase your damage by at least that much uh, it failed and i know what you're thinking well clearly i just don't need to open these hatred boxes because it screws me over well here's the fun part in uh, you going around attacking dudes to get the runes that also increases your hatred meter because once that fills up hatred it locks that slot out yeah so so in addition to just like the full scale hatred things, um, whenever you reforge runes, you gain, uh, you have a, your, your reforge meter, basically where the runes sit has a red bar that goes up. Yep. Whenever you reforge, uh, it goes up. So basically every time you level up, it will eventually hit. I think once you do it five times, it locks the first rune slot into permanent hatred, which you can only clear by beating one of the like actual bosses. Mm -hmm. So you beat the mini boss, touch the tower. Uh, kill the enemies in the nearby encampments to get their unhatreded boxes and then you get to level up five times before you start getting permanent hatred you can do the mini quest that lets you basically it's always just go to a camp clear out the dudes uh, sometimes you have to grab an item while you're there that's yeah, it because there are towns with people and you can interact with them you get uh, somebody that will give you a heal heal is 50 gold uh, unlock a relic slot is 50 gold it's 50 gold yep and then there is a vendor for where He'll have armor and weapons. Uh, there's also a gamble spot, which I put in heavy quotations. Literally never talked to them. Oh, I mean, I talked to them, but... You didn't have the 100 gold they want? The gamble is they give you three random cards from your deck of however many they throw at you, which is apparently fixed now. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Sure. Yeah. Oh, so it just lets you buy a card for 100 gold? Yeah. Damn, I should have done that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into... Uh, I was cheating at a certain point in this game. It's the only reason I beat it, because the game actively screws you over for playing it. Uh, yeah, fuck it. We'll get into it now. So I found a cheat table that just... Uh, whenever the money and mana value changed, it maxed it out. So instead of rolling around at some point, because I, I put in a few hours this game normally, to just, like, try and clear it, and I fucking couldn't, because, hey... 
everything's always stronger all the time. Isn't this fun? I go up to this gamble dude to see what he had because I suddenly had disposable income because uh, gold's a fucking precious commodity. You can't just throw that shit away. Kind of. I, I, like sometimes I could break things and I would get a random amount of coins for it, but mostly that almost never happened. Uh, it only happened a handful of times as I was playing through the game and I was intentionally trying to break shit to get gold. So like, I don't know if maybe I was just in the wrong spot or the game just didn't load it. We didn't mention that this is an open world game, I think, but it is. So you can just fuck off and go anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to do besides uh, that Find bandit camps. Find an open chest. That's it. Yep. Or you get to run around. Uh, I mean, you can just like Skyrim 90 degree run up stuff, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Or you find the bird altars and you turn into a bird and fly around, which is cool for like five minutes. But anyway, uh, I suddenly had infinite golden mana. So I just would walk up to that dude and just constantly get cards. And then if I didn't want any of them, I was the uh, one class Uvald, which are a wolf cat people. I think they're canids. I don't know. Some of them look pretty cat like. No idea what they're supposed to be. We haven't talked about the character classes. It doesn't matter. What they do is when you drain a card, which uh, removes it from your hand, you get a 10% weapon buff. Now, they say 10%. What they really mean is it goes up in damage between 2 and 4. I never had it more than 4, and I never had it lower than 2. But it's not 10%, and I thought maybe it's just like the base damage, right? So that means as I kept doing it, it would go up over time, which it doesn't. It's always between 2 and 4. Now, if it was based on the base of the weapon, it would stay constant. Constant, theoretically. Okay, but if that's increasing my base damage, would the number not go up? It doesn't matter. I had a starting no, weapon it, that was 50, right? 50 damage. And it didn't go up by 5. It went up by 2. So, like, it's not 10%. I don't know what number it is. It's between two and four. It doesn't matter because like when you have infinite gold and you can just drain cards, you're it's it's however long you want to stand there and do that for it to just, you know, get your weapon damage up. And in my case, it was like a half hour each run because like, fuck it, I got time to burn. Like, you know, go through, find the cards that I want, like uh, make uh, you have a 25% chance to uh, 25% increase to stagger for every hundred gold you have. So like, you know, if I had one of those, uh, any hit I did to anything would immediately stagger it <laughs> fun times and then just you know increase crit chance to over 100 times because you can and then do damage uh what 300 percent extra damage for staggered enemies and then a few of those and you just cleave through everything immediately but you don't need to because there's no point in fighting anything because that would increase my hatred and that isn't what we are here for we are here to fight against hatred and i don't know how you fight hatred with hatred but motherfucker if the bird don't try so uh ignoring all of that <laughs> Uh... <laughs> the way the game actually plays out is yeah you do this like quick little encampment uh, get that hatred do the side quest get your gold and then you go fight the mini boss because at that point you've probably leveled up enough to lock your first slot sure sure and once you've done that you should basically stop leveling up because you're just going to make the game harder for yourself so you go clear the boss and then it unlocks your hatred and then you go and do it in the next zone and then the next zone and that that's it that's the whole game go clear the rift grab the nearby ones level up until you have locked your first slot do the side quest fight the boss well that's something they changed right it went from you had three slots that would get full and locked out with hatred and as you cleared a boss initially it would take out one of those slots correct so it used to be if you filled up and locked two and you killed a boss you would go back down to yeah to clear one of them still have one locked which means it literally you would there's no reason to ever engage in it before the very final boss yeah because it just screws you over before you get to the next boss yeah so Super, which now, in theory, it resets it. In theory, now it resets it all. So if you are, you know, doing something that's good enough that, you know, you can deal with the hatred, it's not the end 
of the world. Yeah. Now you might be thinking, hey, if there's these magic pillars that give you just mana and they clear out chests that you can just walk up to and get without hatred, why don't you just do a bunch of those? <gasps> you can't. You only get one There's before one each boss. For each boss, one per zone. Now, if you don't have infinite gold, let's say, and you don't like the weapons that are at a certain vendor, because there's a blacksmith, they sell the weapons and armor, like you had said, you can go to another town. Like it's uh, You can just fly around the map. Mm -hmm. Except that if you buy out all of the stuff at one vendor, when you go to another town, their stuff is also all gone until you clear the boss. Boop, boop, boop. Awesome. Yeah. Also, I'm not sure how like that works because I would buy stuff, but it would never take money away. So like I just had to have the amount of cash to clear it, but it would never get rid of it. Oh, that's weird. Like even when I wasn't cheating my tits off. Yeah, it's not supposed to do that. But like the game is very janky. Uh, we'll get into some of those issues later. Like when I went to go buy something because I had uh, did the side quest, made sure I got enough gold. They had a really nice axe that I wanted and I flew back to town and all the NPCs were gone. Oh, I had that happen a lot. Yeah, and they're just gone. You just, you can still run into them. Like, they're physically there. Yeah. So, like, if you run, you'll bounce off of where they should be, mm -hmm. but you can't interact with them. They're just all invisible. Sometimes I would have it where you could angle it right, where you could still talk to them. So, just, like, you in a dead town talking to nobody. Yeah. So, that's cool and good. Yeah. Um. It was really cool, and that would happen to all the enemies in an area, too. Like, hey, you need to go kill this dude and then grab the thing. Only I can't because nothing spawned in. Yeah. <laughs> there's so this whole system and like that's this is the, this is the game that you you live die repeat and this this is the game yeah and uh i, I want to say like they they've revamped the system uh now so that when you open a chest that still has hatred it is slightly different it no longer gives you a hatred to your like rune zone okay instead inside the chest is a hatred card but there's new hatred cards so so they do a whole sort of things. It's not just always increase the health and damage of enemies. Yeah. There's one that reduces your damage by 10%. There's one that reduces your armor by 10%. Uh, you lose 50 gold. You lose a mana. It locks a relic slot. These kind of things. Yeah. Uh, general nerfs to you. Yes. Sure. So the game still punishes you for exploring. Mm -hmm. Like opening these chests has a genuine negative effect. Guaranteed. Yeah. Which feels weird to me. That is a weird, like, if you want me to explore, why would you punish me for exploring? Mm -hmm. Even if it was, like, a 50-50 chance, I would open way more chests. Yeah. Because, like, there's a chance, I just get a bonus. Mm -hmm. But because it is a guaranteed chance, like, you are going to get hatred that will nerf you. Man, it's really hard to be like, I should go clear some camps. Yeah. Well, like, and you need to, because when you get to a boss, the boss never stops swinging at you. They just keep coming. And they have a shit ton of health and they hit super hard mm -hmm. like it is not an easy fight it, it's doable you can dodge and uh invulnerability yourself through the fight no problem it's just tedious often and like as i said there's often a thing where if you get caught you can get knocked down and your character's like stand up animation is so long a lot of the bosses can basically drop you if they get a good hit yes if they get a knockdown you're basically dead by the time you've stood back up so like you can't just rush for the boss because you need any of the upgrades that you can get before you do it, but then you get punished for doing it. And uh, when you die, 
you get I forget what they call it the trait points that you get yeah they're, they're like a roguelike in between runs you get a uh, currency to spend it's a scroll it's your quote-unquote legacy and you yeah, it's your raven points yeah you get you spend these scrolls to unlock new things yeah now on the initial build we were playing uh this was extra broken where so there's three things you can unlock there are traits there are races and there are weapons yeah Weapons, dead, dead, boring. Like you start out with sword and board, and then there's twin axes, uh, twin swords, great axe, long sword, regular sword, great weapon, which I haven't unlocked. I don't. I, I did, and I don't for the life of me know what it is. Right. Uh, I think it's just like the big two-handed weapons. It's just like the better versions of those. Sure. So like you know, these are all the weapons you can unlock. Yeah. There are three races. There's human, deer people, and furry people. Yeah, I'm furries. Again, I just. Like, well, uh, uh, I like because for the most part, they look like picture generic Wolfman in your head. Kind of. I They definitely look almost more cat like to me. I, uh, yeah, because like the models change, like the ears and the snout changes. So like some of them just look like cats. Yeah. But some of them just look like Wolfman. So like they're just, I don't know, generic also, and this is important, I cannot stress this enough because once I saw it, I couldn't unsee it and it's really a problem for the deer people. They have hooves on their legs, but human hands and it's fucking weird. You have to hold a sword somehow. I get that, but why can't they just have feet? Nope. And like the, the cat dog people have like, claws. Yeah, but like straight up toe beans and then normal hands, which is still fucking weird, but not as weird as the hooves to me. Uh, each of the races has a different default modifier. Yes. The uh, cat dog people whenever you dissolve a card you get 10% bonus damage humans you get 50 gold and the deer people you get one mana ah okay so they're not bad they just play differently yeah um and then the traits oh the traits these need horribly reworked they're a hot fucking mess not all of them no but and so here's the thing if you go through and you're thinking ah yes i'll unlock all these traits so the more things you unlock the harder it like obviously there's more in the pool so when you start a new game you do not get to pick your character right it randomly rolls three yes and i say randomly it doesn't uh it always gives you a human a deer and a cat person for me it does i literally never got a single roll that wasn't one of each you can't hear me shaking my head but that was not my experience i had it where it wasn't one of each Oh, nope. Every single time. I had all three unlocked and I would get like human, human deer or uh, dog, dog deer or three deers or yep. three humans. I think it's probably supposed to do that. I literally never had a single run that wasn't one of each. For the most part, it was one of each. But I would have those times where it would just be like, well, that's like we started playing it and I had uh, an item that cost 48 mana. Yeah. I hadn't like I haven't seen that since. Like clearly it was just like bugged out for oh, me on that glitch, one. Yeah, because as I said, the highest costed mana thing in the game is 10. Yeah. Jesus, I never saw anything that high. I did once. It was a fucking legendary sword. Oh, sure. Just like the broken ass one that I had was some armor piece that was okay and it cost 48 mana. Like, yeah. What the shit? Yeah, it was some legendary sword that like base damage was like 80 or something. Oh, nice. Like it, it was stupid. Yeah. But it cost 10 mana. Uh, Traits bunch of them right uh there's one i particularly enjoyed uh it's called berserker you cannot gain armor but armor's for chumps you're for, out there to swing for every point of damage your weapon does you gain maximum health mm. so with the cat person dog person whatever you want to call them when you burn cards to increase your weapon's damage you're also increasing your maximum health and it's very funny yeah i unlocked that never got it yeah and there's a relic you can get that does the same thing never saw it yeah so that's like kind of cool yeah it feeds into it 
itself. Uh, it requires a specific race trait combination. So the more traits you unlock, the less likely you are to see this. Woo! Uh, uh, there's, uh, here I'll say when you're fighting, you, uh, as you hit land hits and don't get hit, you build up a meter. It's called your surge meter. You press Z at, uh, once it fills up and you glow blue and you do more damage. Or you, uh, remap the controller because the default controller bindings are a hot fucking mess. Yeah. The, there's one that's like when you surge, you have plus 30% crit chance. Okay. That's fine. Sure. Like the default trait that comes unlocked for you base is you have 15 armor. You start with 15 armor in addition to whatever you're armor equipment yeah i mean that should totally be passive and not something that takes up a trait slot but sure sure yeah so like it starts you out with one that's just kind of generically good not very interesting but generically good yeah and then you can unlock these ones that are kind of like a bit more specialized and weird but there's ones that are the one uh we uh, have made fun of the most but there's a bunch i would have to look through them that it reduces your damage by 50 percent always always when you surge it increases your damage by 80 percent so like it's just a nerf it makes you worse mm -hmm. unless well, you're surging. No, no. If you can build up your surge meter, then you do 30% extra damage than you would have been doing had you not had the trait. But it's just, I assume, I like even hoping that it flips from negative 50 to plus 80, it's still not good. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, uh, <laughs> because when you're fighting uh, three dudes, you don't build up your uh, f stupid meter. Usually you might get it by the time the third guy is the only person left. And you might like, get it by the time the third third guy drops i would usually have it by the time the third guy was the last one left and at that point one-on-one -on -one, uh, the game's a joke so you're just like okay this guy's never gonna hit me yeah so i don't know what the point is yeah one-on-one -on -one, you gotta really try because the uh the dodge is pretty generous well i say that the uh the fucking hit detection is like miserable so yeah. like you can just stand there and sometimes they just swing and miss and you're like fucking okay and sometimes you'll dodge and still take damage yeah sometimes the dude on the other side of a mountain will swing and it'll click you what the fuck was that yeah so like you have these traits that if you unlock it feels bad to see because they are bad like it's just not a good time yeah well so uh, like that one i intentionally didn't unlock yeah you know uh, for once in my life reading stuff like well look at this like why would i want to unlock this and throw it in the pool i've already got too much shit i'm not seeing the combination of stuff that i want to see and then they patched and i looked at it and it gave me it yay yeah occasionally you unlock stuff just because yeah I don't know why. Like, occasionally I would finish a run, and when I got to the new screen, it would be like, hey, you unlocked longswords. And I was like, why? They patched in the meters uh, stuff that you need to see, or like it's showing up, because I think they were there. But yes, you'd be at the regular, like, play again screen, and it would just start throwing, hey, you unlocked this, you unlocked this. And now it shows the, like, you killed 100 of X enemy, you visited X amount of places, stuff like that, and then you get more unlocks. Yeah. Which, like, man, that's cool. Uh, it's cool that it's there. And I, I'm pretty sure it always was there. And you just needed to navigate over to it. And a menu that is incredibly slow to try and go from screen to screen. Yeah, it's clunky. It is incredibly clunky. I thought it crashed on me. So, uh... I would have it where uh, I would hit a certain damage threshold and it was like if my base weapon damage was 50 and I drained enough cards to get it to say 90, the first encounter with any group of enemies I would have, the game would just hard crash. I'd swing and throw a number and then... Uh, yes, so the game will hard crash often. Uh, I streamed this game once, I think, and the game crashed, hard crashed back to my desktop two or three times before it logged me out and I couldn't 
couldn't log back in. <laughs> nice. Oh, because by the way, the game's always online for this single player experience. Oh, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, game bad. <laughs> game bad. Right. So like I would go back in and then I could clear like that group and then I'd find the next group and I'd have the same thing. And like my damage numbers weren't even crazy. Cause like I got like eventually after three or four times of this, the game would like figure it out. Oh, we're just doing this much damage now. But I had it where I was doing like a thousand damage a hit. Just, you know, what uh, having the time and resources to fuck around and try and get the numbers up that high. And boy, the game does not like it, which is funny. It's incredibly frustrating. <laughs> I'm looking at these and boy, howdy, they're bad. Yeah. Uh, these are, so some of the traits. Uh, we mentioned uh, you have your uh, Super Smash Brothers bubble. Mm -hmm. And when you perfectly time it, it uh, is a parry and you become invulnerable. We didn't mention that when you parry, your bubble still takes damage. And when it shatters, you get stunned for the entire length of your invulnerability. Yeah. So if you parry an attack, but the attack does more health than your bubble has, you just get put on on your butt. Uh-huh. So there's a trait to alleviate that. It's called Parrier. Uh, perfect guard reduces all damage to the guard. Okay. Do you know what else it does? No. 50% reduced max health and 70% reduced guard health. What? Hey, so we crippled you, but now if you perfect parry every time, you can do that forever. So they just absolutely devastate you to do something that the bubble should be doing anyway. Yeah. Because, uh, so now if you, uh, uh, failed a perfect fairy, it's basically going to instantly shatter on like any attack. Nice. You, and then you have 50% reduced health, so you'll just die then. Yeah, and you start at uh, what, 200? Something like that. So then you get 100? Yeah. Ooh. Now, to this game's credit, <clears throat> the health does something I do actually like, and it's, uh, it reminded me of Bloodborne, and when you get hit, you have a window that the max, like, as you attack stuff, you get health back, and over time, it shrinks. It's over like five, three seconds. So when you take damage, your health goes down, but there'll be an extra section that they call gray health. Yeah. And as you attack, yes, it will refill. And if you wait too long, it goes away. It's a neat system. I like that as a system because as you're saying, it rewards being aggressive. Yeah. It, it rewards you for just being in the thick of it. Stay in the fight. And then you can get traits like uh, while nearby enemies are bleeding, your gray health doesn't deplete. Yeah. So like you can have a build, you start bleeding stuff, you can just get all your health back but uh, i never inflicted bleed on a single enemy the entire game same and i had stuff that inflicted bleed and it never went off yeah uh so that's um a thing oh well you see that's affected by your luck stat which also um affects how good rolls that you get on the cards except that it was only a small card pool so that didn't actually affect anything and then the luck affecting how often uh bleeding or electrocution or something else uh prox weakness Weakness, yeah, isn't actually affected by luck like it's supposed to be because, <laughs> whoops. Yeah, I don't know how you're supposed to inflict bleed because I never did it the entire time I played. I had, uh, it was like every time you stagger anything near you would bleed and get weakness. And when I would uh, not stagger, hit the, um, what's the one? Surge. Sur surge, thank you. I can never remember surge. When you would surge, it was supposed to inflict bleed and weakness. And then when I would surge, it wouldn't actually do anything. Yeah. So, like that sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's part of it is like, like, it is really hard to tell what this game intends for you to play like because the game doesn't really function. No. I don't know. I think we, we, we've probably hammered that home a bit, but here's another little extra fun bit. So 
So the uh, the stuff in the map doesn't fit well in the map. Most of it does, but there are parts where like it is in a hillside and half of the base of the model is sticking out of the hillside. So you can just like walk right up into it and then get stuck there because you're not supposed to be there. And then like you clip through the top and you're in an immovable object. So like, <laughs> as you know. Yeah, uh, my very first time playing this game, turned into a bird, started flying around. Uh, I dive bombed. Uh, there was an encampment of dudes and I was like, I guess I'll fight these guys. And so I tilted down. Your bird picks up speed as you dive bomb, as it should. Hell yeah. Um, but then I hit uh, turn out of bird, which uh, on the PC is X, uh, too late. And so I hit the ground going really fast. And then I turned into a dude and I turned into a dude under the earth. Nice. And I was just trapped there forever. Huh. This happened another time when I flew into a boulder. Uh <laughs> <laughs> right, because when you're flying, you can turn into a human at any time. And you don't take fall damage from bird form or just hopping off a mountain. You're good. It's fine. But it's... um inconsistent like i was gonna say variable but that's too nice a word on how long you have to hold the button to turn back into a human or a humanoid form because sometimes it's really quick and sometimes it's like five seconds like it's overly long like it doesn't pick it up i don't know what it's doing yeah sometimes i'll be flying in i'll be like all right you got this in camera i'll hit x and i'll suddenly immediately turn into a person and have to run the rest away there and other times i'll be like all right so it's gonna do that thing again so i wait until i'm right near it and i hit x and then i keep flying and then (laughs) And I fly over the edge of the cliff that this encampment is on. And then I turn back into a dude and fall all the way to the bottom of the mountain. And there's not a bird shrine there. So I'm just, I live there now. Yep. Uh, Because you can't just turn into a bird. No, it'd be too easy. No, see, they want you to explore on foot. So there's only a certain number of uh, spots that let you turn back into a bird. Which they increase with the last last patch. Because everyone said, why can't I just turn into a bird? And they're like, well, we want you to explore on foot. We'll make more so you are less likely to get caught at the bottom of a ravine Uh, but that still doesn't like explain to me why they want me to explore on foot when you have the power to turn into a bird and just fly around which is arguably the best part of the game oh it is uh but also there's no reason to explore there aren't puzzles there aren't anything interesting because it's this uh generated world and it just is generated encampments there's no puzzles there's no npcs there's nothing to interact with other than fight some dudes well no okay see jason you beautiful idiot you have a grappling hook use the grappling hook they super want you to use the grappling hook that you totally forgot that you had because why would you ever use the fucking grappling hook when you could turn into a bird i genuinely forget i have it most times uh understandably it's a janky hot mess and you don't ever need it well yeah it shoots out up and then it like falls straight down and you sh- like zip line to yeah. it it feels very weird yeah uh and like because you mantle so like the game knows where it's at so why it doesn't just like lock into there is anybody's guess uh uh, no, the only time I ever use the grappling hook is on bosses. Oh, sure. Because when you go into their zone, the like there's these pillars that like spin and then a bridge slowly comes out. Uh-huh. I always just run, jump, and grappling hook into the arena. <laughs> <laughs> We're fighting now! Uh, I used it once where there's, um, it's like a castle yeah. and you can totally parkour your way like up mm-hmm. along it, which I only did to get some use out of the grappling hook because other than the tutorial, I never fucking used it. Yeah, mine was just 
just the get to the bosses faster. <laughs> We're fighting now. I would occasionally do it because if you hit it twice in a row, you would still like zip forward, even if it didn't hit anything. So like I would use that to like clear a little extra that I should have been able to jump, but it didn't give it to me. Yeah. Which like, that's fine. I don't even fault the game on that one. Like sometimes my jumps are bad. That's all me. It's funny though, talking about the bird because on a controller I had it mapped to B. Mm. So it'd be the same thing where sometimes I'd fly along and I just tap B and just poof, drop like a fucking stone. And sometimes yeah, I like you hold it and you keep holding it and the game's like, oh, eh, okay now. And then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm a fucking continent away. <laughs> what are we doing? Also, you can't swim because uh, ravens are allergic to water, much like hedgehogs. <laughs> Correct. There's uh, <laughs> water and like if you can see the ground, it means it's shallow water you can walk into. But, Video game stuff. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. But when it turns dark, uh, if you fall in, you just drown yeah. immediately. No splash, just plummet straight to the bottom. Mm -hmm. it's, it's that kind of jank that I ain't mad at. Like, that's hilarious. It's kind of funny, but annoying. Yeah, like, at least it doesn't punish you. Like, it's not, like, instant kill for the character. It just throws you to whatever checkpoint it decided you hit. Right. That If it killed your character, that would be bullshit. Yeah, that'd be fucking rough. <laughs> because there was a time where I was flying into an encampment that had just, like, a pond. Not like a pond. It was like a fountain. <laughs> and I turned into a human and my momentum carried me straight into the fountain just next to these dudes who just watched me just go Bleh. but then I respawned at the last like bird point yeah. which was like across the map yeah. and I was like because I it, there are no checkpoints when you're a bird so it was like oh that was the last time you turned into a bird and it was forever ago and I was like I guess I'm never fighting those guys I, I had it where there was uh, the ravine where the magic pillar and the ground and they're surrounded by lava so I'm trying to slow the bird down, right? Yeah. So I can get into this fucking hole. But because I was going down, I was picking up speed. So I shoot into it really quick and I'm trying to hit human form. And I miss the edge by like a millimeter. Just poof, plunk into the lava. Damn it. Which was genuinely funny. Yeah. You have to laugh because the game is bad. <laughs> you have to laugh to keep from crying as you keep playing it uh yeah basically so uh all of this to say it's a game with uh, it's a roguelike that it is more roguelike than light there is no like uh, in between runs while you unlock new things you don't get actually verifiably stronger yeah which is more of the roguelike category which i am less for same uh, as i've said it feels better to me often being able to um push towards you know even small incremental power-ups are worth a lot right it doesn't even have to be like flat bonuses like oh you do just more damage right it can just be things like you know uh you can who knows how many scrolls to unlock a perk that's just like ignore the first hatred you get yeah right that would be so good yes and would feel like oh cool i've actually worked towards being stronger instead you're starting at zero which again is a choice not a choice i support but is a choice the open worldness is not a choice uh it is a choice it's one that I fully disagree with and I think is a poor implementation. Just like, here's a bunch of stuff, but interacting with it, fighting to get runes to level up gives you hatred and these chests have hatred. So like exploring isn't worth anything. Mm -hmm. In an open world, the reason to have an open world is to explore. Yes. But there is nothing to prompt you to explore. And in fact, it is only genuinely hardships. <laughs> in, in fact, it disincentivizes you from exploring. Yes. <laughs> okay. So why is this game open world? Like that 
it feels like an implementation that's like people like open world we did it but there's no sense of why it should be open world yeah 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 is it particularly pretty no is it uh is it fun to explore no you uh you fucking you plummeted down a mountain because you missed your bird drop and uh now you get to run six miles to the nearest bird shrine and what do you get to look at trees a cliffside and uh banded camps that you're running by because why fucking bother yeah yeah right there's no each camp has a difficulty meter right like uh when you look at them they've got like a little icon which tells you what kind of enemy that is and then there's like a little spikes around the outside that are the difficulty level yeah which are represented by different colors yeah so what's the point of doing a harder fight there is none well they drop a different kind of rune that gives you access to the same card you always had yeah that's the like i don't get because briefly they say oh you know if you get higher tier runes it gives you better cards but i have found that to never be true Uh, no no it absolutely doesn't right so uh when i said you clear the four nearest ones to get the free chests and then if you need to level up still you find the weakest level of bandits the easiest enemies and you just murder them because why would you do anything else yeah fighting better stronger enemies is heavily disincentivized so like um I don't, I don't think we have too much more to say about this. No. I did want to say that, like, as you were talking about, uh, you get five rune completions level up yeah. before it fills the hatred. Because I wasn't activating the runes because I didn't fucking need to, I would just kill dudes and my hatred meter would go up. And sometimes it would go back down. I don't think it was supposed to. I think it's just the game being weird because this is this janky ass game. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wanted to put that out there. That was the thing that it was doing. It was fucking weird and I couldn't figure out what I was doing to make it go up or down because it wasn't supposed to be going up and it definitely wasn't supposed to be going down. I think it was mostly probably a visual glitch as the game was trying to figure out like, why aren't you leveling up? I would agree with that, except that it would hit the threshold and then lock a fucking hatred That's in anyway. Hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. then it would go back down past that, but keep the hatred. Ooh, fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's a game marred by uh, bad, like actual game design. It, uh, the open worldness of it that really disadvantages exploring for a a game like a game that you're just going to keep repeated running why would you ever explore that like because you're just you just need to get to the best way to level up to get to the boss to you know keep trying yeah yeah especially because your cards are randomized you have no control over whether or not it's going to be a good run or a bad run because sometimes you're going to roll a bunch of cards that are just bad yep because there are just cards better than others yeah cool so spending more time to spend more time in world it's not there's not even like lore right you know a lot of games you know oh there'll be pickups that are lore related no there's no audio logs there's no notes there's nothing no no there 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 is they're the wheels oh sure and they give you a text box dump if you go to the lore section in the menu which as we said you go to scroll over and then you wait 30 seconds before it decides to move the page over I think I found like one of those outside of the ones that they give you all near the like main yeah ever Uh uh-huh okay did you read it because I sure as fuck didn't read any of them god no (laughs) woo exploration yeah uh so really it comes down to the story is non-existent and that is forgivable in this specific genre yeah but the actual gameplay and the rest of the design behind the systems is bad uh like so the hatred thing right I wanted to say this the there is a whole system right of hatred so you can only level up so many times before you get hatred locked 
But that is their way of preventing you from, you know, leveling up too many times to get too powerful. Sure. But also, if you're not cheating, there is a second system that does the same thing, and that's mana. Uh-huh. Because you can only play so many cards before you run out of mana. Yeah, unless you're real fucking lucky, and you keep running into stuff that gives you mana. Which, if all the chests have hatred, then, like, you're getting punished for trying to get chests to get more mana. So, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> you have two systems to control how strong the player can get and they both punish you for trying to do more of it <laughs> which is why it's never worth doing more because you get punished twice for opening chests to try to get more mana and for leveling up so just don't hooray hooray don't play the game hey 30 bucks for this is way too much anything more than zero <laughs> i do not like this game at all. no i i uh yeah i'm fucking i i, I hated this game <laughs> yeah it's fucking boring at best and miserable to play at worst uh real time like this is uh one of the games we were you know we've come off some real bad ones yeah. real stinkers uh -huh. um and every time we come to a new game i am always hopeful because you have to be You're right right and I booted this. And as I said, I played through the tutorial, really disliked how it felt. And then I flew through the world and I was trapped there forever. That was my first impressions of the game. <laughs> and uh, I was immediately, I like texted Jake and I was like, oh no, this game sucks too. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, wow, that did not take long. <laughs> because yep. it didn't. I I played, I just was checking like nine hours of this game. Yeah. I didn't enjoy a single one. Like it's not fun. The combat feels so sloppy. The game is so janky that like at any time, I'm just not sure if the game's doing what it's supposed to or if it's supposed to feel like that. Uh, one of the, the things they did finally fix in the latest update, which I want to say is uh, when I said there's, you know, weapon trait uh, race as your three things. Uh -huh. uh, for the whole first like week we were playing this game, I would keep getting uh, race weapon weapon. Yes, same. Um, and that like just breaks the game because then it doesn't know what it's supposed to be doing. Uh -huh. That is fixed now. Wow. Okay. But like, how did the game ship with that in there? I mean, we played a... No. We played a worse version of this game, and it had been patched since, like, before we played it. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> And you charge 30 bucks for what? This hot, broken mess that you're hoping that no one's going to shit on too hard because it's a small thing and you're just fingers crossed nobody notices? Right. Well, that was the crazy thing is this game was in early access. Yeah. And then it officially came out, whatever you said, in March. Yep. This game's still early access. Yeah. And don't pretend that it's not. Like, it's a hot fucking mess. <laughs> So I, that's that's what kills me. Like the game's broken and like maybe they'll keep working on it. I don't think it'll ever get to a point that it's uh, good or for me or for anyone. Uh, again, I just think it's like poorly conceived and they would need a massive overhaul to really like realign that thought as well as the combat is just too sloppy for me to ever really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It is uh, butt mash is all hell assuming things actually connect. No, I'm with you. Like it just um, it, it makes me think the other their other game, the Avalanche game that we played, Generation Zero. And by the time we got around to Generation Zero, it was post a lot of patch. And it was still not great. Which, like, I'm with you in that even if they doubled their team size and, you know, how what had ever long they want to fix this game, I still wouldn't enjoy this game because I don't think that they would fix it in a way that, like, it's not it's not there, right? Yeah. The, the combat is bad. The exploration sucks. It's punishing and it's boring. It's the worst thing a game can be. Boring. Yeah, because the combat like it's button mashy but it doesn't feel good at all you have fast weapons that are like yeah they're fast and you hit more woo but then the heavy weapon 
ones aren't heavy. No, they're just slow. Yeah. And so you have a lot longer recovery time. Like they hit harder, but not a lot harder. It's... It just doesn't feel good. That's just a bad balance. Yeah, it did. Like, I would fight things, and I don't don't really care to fight them. Like, I would do it because I needed to level up to try to get stronger. But I wouldn't do it because it was interesting. Yeah. And that's the only thing the game has. Because, again, there is no exploring, really. Oh, no. I, the best time I had with this game, and it wasn't fun, it was tedious, was me trying to break the game. Yeah. Which I did, and it, it barely ran. I mean, but it I did broke that normally. Because I was playing the game. Yeah. Right? Like, by the end of my nine hours i had it hard crash on me over a half dozen times just straight to my desktop what are we doing like, uh-huh. that uh-huh. that is uh it is not a game that is released that is a game that is still in early access and that's it it's a not very good game that uh is not worth your time or money yep uh don't play it and if you got swindled on steam then uh, i hope you didn't play over two hours so you could at least get your money back well jason what do we do now well now we answer letters from listeners like you like me did i write another letter maybe uh, i have been drinking recently <laughs> uh, let's do this one uh because it is uh in case of emergency break glass and read email Ooh, perfect i have neither i know neither of you nerds went within a thousand yards of the sonic film but do you have any uh designs to see did you see either the D movie or the mario movie opinion purely baseless speculation i'll settle for some good old chris pratt slander uh okay D, no i haven't seen it uh, i wanted to but at this point like i will wait until it's on pick a streaming service yeah uh because i want to see more D movies and uh, if i have to support the movie for that like I'm good with that. The movie looks fun. That's what I want in a D&D movie. A fun campaign movie. Let's do that. Yeah, it's a weird thing where like the D&D branding. Um, yeah, I don't want to support wizards, but I want to support uh, fantasy movies. Right. Is like, I guess the only way you can greenlight a fun fantasy movie. Because like, why can't we just do that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, because like, look, I enjoyed the first D&D movie. Like, and that thing's a piece of shit, right? And did you know they made a second one? And the second one sucks, right? It's like, it's still like humorous. It's just a shit movie. Yeah. And they made a third one. I didn't know they made a third one. Oh my God, it looks miserable. But like, I am for a fantasy movie that's camp and fun. Fuck yes. The, yeah, uh, I haven't seen it yet. I probably will at some point if it comes to some sort of streaming service. Uh, right, like we don't need all of our fantasy to be fucking super serious fucking epics, right? Like, right. don't get me, like, I fucking love the trilogy, but like, sometimes I want a good time. <laughs> right, it's, The Lord of the Rings is great and amazing and, you know, the movies were like such a breakthrough that people are like, wow, you can actually do like high fantasy and people will respect it. Yeah. But also like you could just do fantasy. We could just be silly and have fun. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I think it's, we're not entirely too far off it. Namely that like with what we've seen with superhero movies mm-hmm. is that like superhero movies are very kind of uh, boring, like not boring, but like formulaic. Yeah. At this point, like, you know what you're getting with a superhero movie. Most of the time it's, uh, just a good time. Well, you know what you're getting with a Marvel superhero movie? Yeah, with DC, you're getting God knows what. Uh, well, I haven't seen the newest Shazam. I'm assuming it's not as dour since the first Shazam was uh, more along the Marvel model. Yeah, probably. I like the movie. It's fun. I like the first one. Yeah. I've heard not great things about the second one. Oh, shame. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Marvel movies, you mostly know what you're getting, and that's fine, mostly. Yeah. 
But, you know, we've reached a point where they the superhero movies aren't necessarily making a bazillion dollars every time. Mm-hmm. The good ones are, theoretically, but not all of them. Yeah. And I think there's room for just, like... <laughs> Fuck you, Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. There's room for just fun movies that, like, clearly for a long time, people were just like, yeah, superhero movies. Why not? So, like, I don't know. Find your favorite fantasy. Although, you know, nowadays we're doing so much more TV, right? Yeah, right. I don't watch a ton of movies because there is... There's so many like I will not call them prestige TV shows because they're not but like you know a lot more highly invested TV shows sure and whether or not they're good or bad uh, is up to anyone you know whatever as long as you don't think that it's bad because there's black elves in which case you should go fucking kill yourself yeah (laughs) like that's your problem with uh, rings of power you should really like reevaluate your life yeah yep (laughs) if you hate it because it's different than the books or the movies weird problem but okay Okay. Like adaptations are generally different than their source material. Yeah. It has to be. I think it's pretty all right. I haven't seen it. Uh, I definitely like Rings of Power more than Wheel of Time. Sure. I haven't seen that either, but I haven't read the books. Yeah. They're both fine. Yeah. Uh, I like is again, I don't take them seriously. And <laughs> Wheel think, of Time. I mean, I, I also haven't read the Cimmerillion, but like fucking who's got time for that? It's not even based on the Cimmerillion. Whatever. It's just fucking, like, it's a certain point. We're just getting some deep nerd shit. Yeah. And like, man, which is the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about the base shit just watch it it's like fine yeah sure just have fun with it it's fine no uh I, I don't have any problem with the show like the wheel of time but like i have wanted to read the books for a long time yeah i just haven't you don't have the kind of time in your life no no <laughs> i don't <laughs> how many books there are yes i do it's yeah. why i don't own any of them because i don't want to start getting into it like i done fucked up and i started getting discworld books son of a bitch at least those aren't connected <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's the D&D movie. Uh, uh, Super Mario? I, I watched it. Uh, I was dragged to it because I wasn't particularly interested in it. And it it was fine. It was better than I thought it was going to be. It's filled with uh, Nintendo call-outs like you would expect. It's all right. I didn't watch the Mario movie and I have no interest and I never will. Like if it, I guess, technically is playing in front of me, I won't not watch it. But like, I will not go out of my way at any point to watch it. If it shows up on a streaming service that I have, I won't bother to watch it. I have no interest in this movie. You're not missing anything. Uh, The beginning plays a commercial for Mario and Luigi's plumbing service and they're doing the like um, bad Italian accent. And I wish, I wish Chris Pratt and Charlie Day had the balls to keep that up the whole movie. It would have been so much better. Also, just get fucking Charles Martinet to do the voice of Mario. Fuck's sake. Can I get it? Chris Pratt puts butts in seats, but what are we doing? Uh, I think the last part was Chris Pratt slander, which, you know, fuck that guy. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about him other than, like, uh, what is it? His brother's a Nazi? That sucks. Yeah. Hang him. (laughs) Like, his brother is, like, actually a member of the Proud Boys. Like, Mm. yeah, hang him. Yeah, it's, uh... (laughs) Uh, like he's a real evangelical Christian type. No, yeah, I've given up on being tolerant of other people. <laughs> Fuck them. So yeah, uh, I'm back with the bird on this one. We fight hate with hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> Set them on fire. Throw them back to hell where they belong. So there you go. There's your letter. <laughs> And uh, if you've got any other questions, comments, concerns, thing you want us to talk about, read about on this, that, them, their podcast, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of us anywhere else, we're the Bad Gamecast on other social medias. 
uh, Twitch, we stream uh, an amount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got no promises there. Uh, the VODs end up on YouTube. We've got a subreddit. I technically still have a Twitter when I remember. I really don't remember uh, because Twitter barely exists anymore. I remember. I've been intentionally not tweeting. Yeah. I don't like it. Again, I've talked about this. It's hard to support like social medias when they're shitty. When they're social medias. When they're social medias. <laughs> and like, I personally don't use social media, so it's even harder. But it's like, oh, but when you're on Twitter, I'm like, I'm never on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so in uh, to get around that, we're on Discord. We have a uh, Discord channel. If you'd like to join, we're on there. Um, we're on there more than everything else. Yeah. Like, that's uh, probably because we get to control who can say things and what they're allowed to say. That's true. So, like, if you show up and you're just shitty, we'll just ban you. Yeah. Keep your Nazi shit the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um... And then if you want to actually factually dollar dues, support us uh, with American dollars, not dollar dues, please. I mean, I think it converts it anyway. I'm so pretty like, sure it does. Yeah, That's on you, I guess. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the bed game. Go ahead and mail in whatever currency you want to us. Yeah, just like <laughs> you can pay in whatever. Rubles, yen, other currencies. The only two you can think of. The big two. <laughs> Rubles yeah. and yen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So many people use variants of dollar, you know. Yeah. That's no fun. You got to have fun names. Euro's not a fun name. Euro's not a fun Neither name. Neither is no. pound sterling, and they can... <laughs> I got a problem with pounds. Pounds are all right. Uh, Rupees? Rupees is fun. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. They're not actual crystals, though, so a bit of a disappointment there. Eh, Thanks, India. True. <laughs> <laughs> Was that all for plugs? Am I up? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter, at Jake Prey. Occasionally, I tweet things, even though I just said that I've been uh, intentionally not. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking hit me up with the Discord. Fucking whatever. <laughs> anyway, for the Bad Game Cast, I've been a feather gently falling through the sky. I'm a longsword. <laughs> Good night, everybody! <laughs>